Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. The inconceivably shorthanded Nets 110. The woefully hobbled Memphis Grizzlies 115. Steve Nash, New York City has a lot of questions. It's the front office. Let's talk about it. City, I'm proud of you. I'm scanning Twitter and I'm I'm seeing unanimity. My bad. Is it unanimity? It's unanimous. We all agree that our fledgling head coach, the Brooklyn Nets, acquired, you know, two-time MVP caliber player to be their head coach. And you know what? I still like the hire. I still like the hire for the circumstances. But maybe it was better in in theory than than in you know practical use. The Nets lost the game tonight that they should have won. They should have won, not because they're a better team. Right now, the current state, they're not a better team. But they should have won because they're better than this version of the Memphis Grizzlies. And and you know what? I can't say that. What I will say is that Karis LeVert is better than all of the Memphis Grizzlies. And Karis carried us in a way that he deserved to have a W tonight. He couldn't do it alone. And you're going to hear me say some questionable things tonight because tonight you're going to hear, yes, Eve Darboos. That's me. You're going to hear me say, why did Steve Nash not play Torian Prince? I mean, he did have 16 points. 
he did grab four rebounds. I mean, for a shit player, Torian Prince played halfway decent tonight on the offensive end because he was horrendous on the defensive end. He he had two turnovers, but when he was on the floor, the Nets played their best basketball. Which is inconceivable considering how bad he looked on defense. And he also shot 30%. Let's not be phony. He was one for four from three. Right? And he shot 30% overall. But Landry Shamit was equally as trash. I mean, he didn't even get to the free throw line. At least Torian Prince got to the free throw line. And he made his free throws. Right? But this game, uh, I keep seeing things that, that Steve Nash is doing that boggles the mind. One, is Steve Nash able to to discern if a center is playing well? He's he can't say anything else, Nets fans. We let's 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 be professional about this. He can't say, you know. Oh, look, yes. DeAndre Jordan is playing like he got two cinder blocks in in his pockets. DeAndre Jordan plays basketball like he's holding a fart. Like it's right there. It's on the prefaces of... On, on, on. <laughs> it's right there. It's about to... But he's holding it. Because he knows it's going to stink. And he knows it's going to be loud. And everyone will know him and know that he's rotten. So he holds this fart. And he runs up and down the court real slow because that fart is hampering him from being the DeAndre Jordan that we all know. That's what I see. I I, I know that's a, a, a gratuitous uh, description. But that's what I see when I watch this man play basketball. It's inconceivable that they gave him a $10 million contract because what you could have done with that $10 million contract, just some of the, the suggestions that I've made in the past three years would have put you in a, such a, a, a better position. Cause really my first take on this, I said, I, I tweeted it. I said, you know, I don't blame Steve Nash for this. He's been given a lot of lemons. And he's trying to make lemon meringue with it. But the problem is to make lemon meringue with lemons, you need other ingredients. You need other things that you can't get from lemons. Right? With lemons, the only thing you could do is make some sour-ass lemonade. 
You can't make lemon meringue with Tory and Prince. Tory and Prince is just the lemon of all lemons. $12 million a year. I think he has two more years on this contract. One more, one more, excuse me. Uh, At least that's my best. Tonight's loss hurt because it should have been a great story. It should have been a great distraction from this Kyrie Irving debacle. Kyrie Irving is so polarizing because truthfully, he's a good dude. He just does shit the wrong way. And who am I to judge him if he's decided that there's another life he wants to live, there's another calling that he has to, uh, you know, attend to? He's different he's eccentric and all of those things would be fine if he wasn't letting his teammates down I don't know where his moral center who sets it for him and for most people, they, you know, they, they find their own way and, and believe their own things. But it could be a parent. It could be a mentor. It could be, it, it could be your friends. Some people are, you know, get their morals from their, their close friends, their, their immediate peers. And it's just interesting, like, what makes... Kyrie think that not going to work is helping the movement, right? Because the people who who ran into the building and the police who who you know got out of the way in order for them to to make this statement to 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 you know express this performative art of a reality TV show sedition, you know, and sees... What do you think those people who charged the Capitol yesterday would say about someone like Kyrie Irving? They would say... You're a lazy, shiftless Negro who wants socialist reform so you can be lazy and sit at home and not have to go to work. That's what they're saying, Kyrie. You you are not letting down, you know, the white supremacy infrastructure. 
you know, that's not who you're, you're letting down. You're letting down your teammates who wanted to win tonight, who wanted to be able to express themselves in a way that they could find longevity in this league. And you let them down. You didn't show. And the the people that I really feel like you let down are your is is the Kyrie army on Twitter. Like people love this dude. I love this dude. I want to. He is a brilliant basketball player. He is a good man. But he has these bouts with his existentialist, I don't know, existential, you know, placement in this world that he um he lets down the people who 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 are counting on him the most. Which are his teammates. And it's amazing that Kyrie is such a good dude that you can see that there's honest sincerity when they say, you know what, Kyrie needs the time, we straight, next man up. You you have to be a good dude to for your teammates to want to you know, ride for you when you're not there riding for them. Or maybe it's just that they know something about Kyrie. Maybe it's just that Kyrie, you know, they know, like, you know, shoot, I know which one of my friends are a little, you know, tick, tick, boom. Yeah. We all have that guy that's, that's in your immediate circle that, that you know is just, you know, he's straight Prozac status. And not to say that there's anything wrong with that. You should be supportive of that friend. You should be handling it exactly as the Nets are handling it. But it's hard to watch. It's hard to, to and not that I give a damn what Knicks fans think, but to even give credence to what they say about Kyrie. It's it's it sucks. Cause it's unnecessary. Right? Maybe he really just didn't feel like playing ball. What do we do then? Like how are we supposed to feel if that is the truth? To date, we don't know what the truth is because Kyrie hasn't said anything. And, you know, that's that's a shame. Kyrie wasn't going to be able to do anything about Timothy Lawawu Cabarro, you know, shooting one for eight tonight. Nothing he could do about that. Bruce Brown is a fringe NBA player. He most definitely isn't the answer 
add um, shooting guard. The Nets need to find Jesus. I mean, they need, they don't need to find Jesus. This is what they need. They need to find old time religion. You know what I mean by old time religion, Nets fans? They need to just go to the traditional, basic, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. They need that. Keep it simple. You're not a good enough team. No, no, I'm sorry. Bruce Brown is not a good enough player to be designing exotic offenses around Bruce Brown. He is basically a zero across everything else. Yeah, I mean, okay. He rebounded. He got some assists. No, excuse me, my bad. He got zero assists. But he got zero steals. <laughs> my son. He got zero assists. He like he just he just looked overwhelmed. He just looked like he didn't fit the part. Right? Torian Prince is a fringe NBA player. Right? He's more capable than Bruce Brown. But that's a lot of trash to overcome in your starting lineup. To see the Nets get so close as to winning, right? It is shameful, some of these decisions that they've made to have these exotic lineups. Like, keep it simple. Joe Harris is your second or third best player. Don't don't bring them off the bench. Stagger your players. Play some with some. They don't have to play with all five bench players, Steve Nash. You can stagger players. You can say, all right, Karras, it's your time now. No, you're ready to, you you need a, a breather. You need a blow. All right, Joe Harris, you go back in. It's your time now. You didn't have to do this. Like, it's like all of these cute little little roster games you're playing. Yo, you start Karras. You start Joe Harris. Right? You keep Torian Prince in there too. And then you shuffle them in and out. You don't leave DeAndre Jordan out there with just Landry Shamit and Chris Chioza. Those dudes was... Uh, yuck! Chris Chioza... I'm sorry. He's got goose eggs across the board. The only numbers is he had four field goal attempts. Zero field goal made. Right, so that's a zero field goal percentage for the night. Zero three pointers made. Right, 
Zero defensive rebounds. Zero rebounds. Up, oh, one steal. Zero blocks. Zero assist. Chris Chioza. Like it's it's not their fault. These dudes. I would have thought there was something more creative that that Sean Marks could have done to bring in a third guard. But fine, Chris Chioza it is. <laughs> Shit. What has Rodion Karuk's done that has made it where it is impossible for him to get any minutes? I really wish the you know the team would let us know because if you have guys like Timothy Luau Cabarrel going one for eight, Bruce Brown going one for three, Chris Chios are going 0 for four, right? Landry Shamit, you know, got it together at the end of the game. I don't even know what, what he was doing in at the end of the game, going three for seven. You don't, you mean to tell me Rodion's Karutz couldn't have played a little power forward tonight for us? What has Bruce Brown ever done <laughs> to make him deserve 22 minutes? Landry Shaman... He got 21 minutes tonight. I don't know why, but he did. (laughs) This, fine. The Nets don't believe in the power forward position. They're playing Jeff Green there. He, He makes them play so much better, and he's not that good. There's so many things Jeff Green can't do. But he'll still go out there and give you three for five, hit some threes, which is all threes, you know, nine rebounds, you know, four assists. Like, he's a good ball player. He's experienced. You know, he's just out there playing old man YMCA ball. I love it. But he shouldn't be your starter. There's got to be a better starter on the Brooklyn Nets than than Jeff Green. And And I like Jeff Green. And Jeff Green is not good enough to keep Rodion's Karooks from playing. Never. Landry Shaman hasn't looked good enough. I know you gave up a first round pick for him. But Sean Marks, Landry Sham is not that good for you to not be playing Rodion's Karutz at all. And I'm not even saying Rodion's Karutz is good. Rodion's Karutz sucks. Fine, I said it. I love him, but he sucks. He's just so inconsistent. He's so streaky. Like, just not a dependable guy. But I don't even know if he's dependable because they really haven't given him a fair shot. So I'm going to leave that alone for the night. 
Tonight was a missed opportunity, New York City. We, we, we know that. But where do we go from here? Right? The worst thing that happened is, and, and, and the interesting thing that we could probably take away from this game in a sense Kyrie probably just doesn't want to play. This is another crackpot theory that could become that could be possible. Kyrie just doesn't want to play with out Kevin Durant. We can't even wipe that out as a possibility. Kyrie literally literally probably is like, you know what? If Kevin not playing, I'm not playing. Forget it. I'm out. Again, if this is true, where are we? How are we supposed to feel? This magnificent player, this genius, right? I tweeted earlier, uh, if you want Michael Jackson to perform, you got to make room for the monkey, the circus, the unsupervised children, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna give you a hell of a show. But he's Michael Jackson. So weird things are gonna happen. And and you know what? Weird things are gonna happen with Kyrie. But when he's right, he's the best point guard in the league. So I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> We're such hoes, right? Because we want to win a championship so bad, we could potentially just put up with this nonsense. Ah. (laughs) We're such hoes, yo. (laughs) Steve Nash, you got to do better. But let's do our three things, and I'll let you guys get the hell up out of here. First of all, the tonight I'm going to give the player who who typified what happened in this game uh, to Torian Prince. Right, he had a team best plus ten tonight, but that's not my point. Torian Prince shot thirty percent tonight. He was one for four from three. He only got four rebounds, uh, but he, he was seven for seven at the free throw line. Him at the free throw line kind of like helped us with that comeback. But the reason why, it wasn't because he had a semi-decent game um, that Torian Prince most typified this game, this loss. Uh, it, it's because Torian Prince is not good enough. Right, he's not even good enough to be our backup small forward. I I don't like, I don't want it to seem like I have an agenda against Torian Prince. I just, I'm just like a I I try not to like pretend other things are factors that I can't prove. But I can prove that Torian Prince is a bad player, and that there's a lot of players out there. There are players on your bench right now that I think could give better minutes than Torian Prince. Right? Like, you know, 
Rodion Karos can give you one one of four and uh and play way better defense and get you know get two or three more rebounds and get two assists. Right? That's the scariest part of Torian Prince's how shitty Torian Prince is is that he got zero assists tonight. Right? So on a night you play most of your minutes with Karis Levert, um, you know the the Nets least you know the Nets just can't defend. They just they're not athletic enough. They're not you know long enough. They're not rangy enough. They forfeit what makes them special or what could potentially make them special by playing Torian Prince. And for whatever reason that. You know, Rodion's has just basically just been like I I I don't see why. I don't see what Torian Prince does that's so good that it would make you not play Rodion's Karutz, who's more physical, who's more athletic, right? I'm I don't want to make it seem like oh I'm shocked the white guy is more athletic than Torian Prince. That's 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 not my that's not why I'm shocked. I'm I'm saying it, it's because it's so vastly separate on how much more uh, athletic Torian Prince, I mean, uh, Rodion's Krups is than Torian Prince, that it just surprises me that the Nets brass can't see it. So Torian Prince for me tonight was, uh, you know, was definitely the guy that kind of you know, shaped up, you know, what we ended up seeing tonight. The stat of the night, ah, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, there's nothing that really, you know, jumps out. We, you know, uh, we had 20 turnovers to their 12. You could say that that, that played a role. We, we outshot them. basically 47, 46.9% to their 45.9, you know, but I I, want to give you something more uh, uh, exotic. I want to give you something, you know, more advanced stats, but the reality is we had 81 possessions and they had 98. I mean, they took 98 shots, and we only took 81. Right? When you're not going to win basketball games like that. You know, I could sit here and huff and puff and cry about, you know, Steve Nash not putting in Jared at the end of the game. You know, that, that was devastating. That was not good enough by Steve Nash. But at the same time, if over a course of a game, a team that's not very good basically gets 98 um, shots and uh, and we only get 81, you, you, can't, you can't prosper that way. You cannot, right? 
The 53 rebounds to 46. Uh, okay. Right. The 12 offensive rebounds where, you know, 12 to 4. That tells you everything right there. We're not big enough. We're not physical enough. We, we you know, we have these unathletic, uh, you know, players that just cannot impose their will physically on the game. Bruce Brown is too small. Like, it's just, you can't have consistent winning with these types of players. And so I, I'll say the, uh, the, the 98 field goal attempts of, of, of the Grizzlies tonight is a stat that tells us everything, 98 to 81. We keep doing that, and it's because, you know, we're just not physical enough. We're not athletic enough as a team. Right. So the play of the night, it, obviously, it's what everyone's talking about on Twitter. It's, it's, it's not necessarily a play. It's, it's what Steve Nash decided to do at the end. And, and the way that he responded tonight, uh, I, I just don't believe what he said. Steve Nash said that, uh, you know, we called the, the, the timeout at 3.30, 3 minutes, 30 seconds. I, I, I'm not so pissed off about the, uh, the uh, timeout at 3 minutes, 30 seconds because I don't think Jarrett Allen should have been on the bench at 6 minutes, at 8 minutes. He should have finished that game. I, unless you wanted to try some ridiculous small ball and put and put Jeff Green at the five, I don't see what DeAndre Jordan was doing for you at that moment. So at 3.30, the only thing that bothered me is just that it, it showed a little bit of incompetence. And you know I'm a big fan of this hire. I thought it was the right hire for this particular team. For maybe 29 other teams, it probably wasn't the right hire. But for the Brooklyn Nets, I felt like it it, it was the right thing to do. But this team needs Steve Nash to be good at the parts of the job that he can control. Right, you know you have a bunch of lemons. Right, but with with the Karis Leverts, with the Jared Allens, with the 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 Joe Harrises, stop being cute. Stop trying to be a wizard and shuffling the deck. It serves no purpose to not just play it straight, especially when you're learning on the job.
have to mute myself and cough there, man. It's not Corona. New York City, that play caused an uproar. We didn't like what we saw. But it's, we can't jump ship on Nash now. We can't condemn him today. We don't like what he's, what, what he did tonight. But Nash has taken some gut punches. KD is out for no reason. He had coronavirus already. He still had to get quarantined. crazy and I I don't know what I don't know what you know our homeboy our genius Kyrie Irving is going through and maybe he's going through something and and, and Kyrie if if you're listening I'm sure you are I want you to know I support you. And if you don't believe I support you, you know you got a strong 12 million cats that don't even watch you play basketball that love you. You don't owe a shit. But you owe yourself the ability to represent yourself at the best of who you are. You are a great dude, man. I believe that in you. I see what you're attempting to do. I see what your interests are. And I believe you mean well. But if we're going to move forward as a team and if people are going to recognize you for what you really are, a virtuoso, a genius, a a outlier. That's what we want to see you as. We don't want to see you as a ne'er-do-well. We don't want to see you as a rabble-rouser. We don't want to see you as, as you know, a, a, a malcontent. Kyrie, if you're listening to me, and I'm sure you are, Do the right thing because that's what you do. Not for us. Not because that's what you're supposed to do. Do the right thing because that is what you do. Your teammates need you. They needed you tonight. When you just don't show up and you're not even telling Steve Nash why you're you're not showing up then clearly that's a gut punch to him. Clearly that messes up his concentration. The consistency and the flow of a team that he's trying to build is gone. It's not fair to anybody. 
And that doesn't help the movement. That doesn't help the people who who are living oppressed lives every day. That doesn't help, you know, the Americans who are really in danger of dudes like this. Don't make their rhetoric, their rhetoric true. Be who you are. Do the right thing because that's what you do. And I believe you will. That's why I'm confident we're still, we're still in a run for a championship. We still can do it, New York City. Tonight, you know, tonight was a punch in the stomach. We all had to take a couple of punches in the stomach. But let's hope Steve Nash evolves. Let's hope the Brooklyn Nets come together. And let's hope that we, the greatness that we're trying to achieve and, and what we're trying to accomplish is still on deck. New York City's, my name is Eve Darboos. My, my, my guy Sam took a, a, a day off tonight, you know, which is totally cool. You know, I enjoy to get on the mic and do my one-two thing with y'all. Uh, uh, after every game, I like to uh, express myself. I'm going to hang out with my son. We're going to stay up late and, and eat things that are bad for us but taste so delicious. Uh, <laughs> New York City, it's going to get better. We're, we're going to get better. The Brooklyn Nets will be better. And we're going to talk about it. We will be back Sunday for the next net game. Sam and I. And probably bring on a, a, a guest from Twitter. But we out. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.